Like the point of business and money is like to live a really long and good life. And the really the best way to do that, money is maybe number two. Number one is just like being fit. And I wanted to spend 10 minutes talking about my personal. Well, I was like, what do engineers say? They say like tech stack, marketing stack. Let's talk about our body stack. All right, it's Friday and uh, we're going to do something a little different. So, you know, people know us, they know us for our brains, they know us for our money, but they also know us for our body. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Sam were doing an episode and for some reason we got on a 30 minute tangent about fitness as an entrepreneur, fitness as a, uh, as a business person, what we do uh, more specifically, like what's the routines, what are the, uh, what are the things that are working for us? What are the tactics? What are the goals we have? Things like that. Uh, so we decided to make it a separate episode. So this is uh, this is the body episode of My First Million. Let us know if you like it. Sam, what, did, uh, what, what are they going to get by listening to this? I name drop lots of products that I pay for. None of these people have paid me. I'm more than happy to accept payment from them. So if you're, yeah, you know, yeah. my hey, fitness pal. Us. Yeah, if, <laughs> I use my fitness pal. I love it. So if you guys want to give me some money. Let's just or- put it out there. If you are one of these companies or a competitor to one of these companies, pay us. <laughs> yeah, willing to be bought. Uh, so anyway, it's a 30-minute episode on, or is it 30, maybe 20, on uh, different fitness stuff and the things that we spend our money on to be fit, which basically is kind of more important than the whole making money thing, because if you're not fit and you're not healthy, you can't really do that thing. So we talked all as, about as it. As one of our friends, as one of our friends who's uh, you know super successful, they've been a guest on the podcast before, worth hundreds of millions of dollars. They said this once, and I can't use their name because it's a little not politically correct, but they said this. If you're rich, there's no excuse to be fat. <laughs> and they, and I, I, they said that because I was like, man, you spend a lot of time like working out. Like, what are, you, what are you trying to do here? And they just said, like, look, the point of having financial freedom is to be able to spend it on spend your time doing things that are like, you know, luxuries, things that like make your life better. And one of the things that makes your life way better is having a good like kind of fitness routine and being uh you know a healthy fit person and so that's kind of the idea sam is extremely fit sam you're like in the top 0.1 percent probably of like founders who are fit well yeah i mean that's i, I, I added that, the founder venn diagram in yeah the, give me that founder thing and yeah we'll definitely call it 0.1 percent but you know that's like <laughs> that, that that's an easy that's an easy game to win maybe all right a quick break to talk about our sponsor so if you run a startup and you're trying to grow you need a marketing and sales tool that will scale up with you. Check out the HubSpot for Startups program. You can save 30 to 90% on the CRM, which is going to help you increase your leads, boost your revenue, and just keep your whole team organized as you're trying to grow. HubSpot for Startups is trusted by thousands of startups all around the world. And you should go check out if you're eligible to join the HubSpot for Startups program and take your growth to the next level. Visit HubSpot.com startups. And I've been going from pretty unfit to now, like, you know, as we say, I was the before before photo. Now I'm just a before (laughs) photo and I'm getting to the after. And so you get both perspectives. You get the perspective of somebody who's like all about that life and somebody who is like, you know, it doesn't come easy to them, but they're they're making it happen. So. So, yeah. Enjoy the episode. All right. We live. What's going on? How are you? I'm sore. From what? So I went I went on Craigslist. Because I, I had I wanted something. And I think Craigslist is massively underrated. Craigslist is so good. There is, if you want a job, Craigslist. If you want a couch, Craigslist. If you want to learn something, Craigslist. If you want to hook up, Craigslist. Whatever you want, Craigslist has got the thing for you. And 
it has the most liquidity. So you go in there and I, I was looking for a, um, a new, uh, new chef. And so I went on there and I was like, oh, new chef and immediately started getting hit with things. And I was like, why don't I use Craigslist more? Look at these responses. This is amazing. So I was like, what else do I want? Right. Craigslist is my like magic lamp is the genie and I need to go and I need to make another wish. And so I go, oh yeah. Remember that video of Mark Zuckerberg? And so this is the part I learned from you, which is describe it like a kid with no filter. So I literally <laughs> just put up a video. I, I, I put up the post. And I go, uh, Hey, I was watching, I was on TikTok and I saw this video. It looked awesome. I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I want to do that. That looks fun. And I was like, will you come? I was like, will somebody come to my house to just like train me kind of like that? Yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm a beginner and I don't even really want to ever fight. I just think that looks like a really fun workout. So I want to do that. Um, I don't know who I need. You don't have to be an expert, just like somebody who could just watch that video. And if you think you could do that for me, then uh, just call me or maybe text me, whatever. And that's like post. <laughs> so I posted that and immediately guy, I got a hit from some guy who's like, Hey, uh, I did MMA for 10 years. I could totally trade you. He's like, I trained with the Diaz brothers in, in Stockton and you know, I'm a Caesar Gracie purple belt. I'm a striker, but I was like, Whoa, okay, great. And he's like, he's like, uh, and so he calls me and i'm like all right yeah um do i need like equipment or like how do i do this and he was just like no you, he's like you don't need anything i was like what do you do during the day he's like i'm a handyman and i was like he's like oh this is cool cuz i'll get back into shape too and i was like all right sounds fun and he's like uh did he like fix like, a bunch of stuff afterwards at your house? No, but I, in my mind, I was like, dude, I've been looking for a handyman. too. Like, <laughs> my wife's always on me about building and assembling things and hanging things. I was like, this is a two for one, baby. And so which basically he, means this guy is like a professor. Like his he's the reason he was on Craigslist. He was probably looking for handyman gigs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he just happened to see this. I was like, oh, I used to whoop ass. And so he goes, um, and, the, and what I why I knew he would be good. He goes. What are you doing today? And I was awesome. like, uh, 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 I was like mentally not prepared to like immediately get in a fight today. So I was like, no, but how about tomorrow? He's like, all right, I'll be there. What time? I was like, I don't know. Uh, let's do the morning. He goes, great. I'll be there at 8 a.m. <laughs> and I was like, okay. shit. And so he came over, we trained and he came over, by the way, looking like a handyman. He comes over in his like handyman boots, his like, you know, like those jeans that are like covered in paint. And he's like, rolls up. He's got like, a pair of, he's got a set of keys that has like 1400 keys on it. I was like, bro, do you have the keys to my house? What's going on here? And so he just got all these keys all, and he brings his boots and he's just like, so he's one of these guys right, that works out in his jeans or what? Yeah. So he basically did the whole workout in his jeans, which was crazy to me. <laughs> and he's like throwing kicks in his combat boots. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Uh, but he knew what he was talking about. And so he trained me and I'm still super sore. It was incredible. My hand, I had to ice my knuckles. My hand was in so much pain last night. It was great. I don't know if this is legit. I felt like a did real you, man. Like, did you do some, did you do a little reference checking? Like, I, I don't know if that's how it works. No, no, I don't do reference checks. Well, I, I, that's all right. Did you guys like risk at all times. Did you like wrestle or do jujitsu? Like, did you roll? What did you do? Yeah. He, well, he's like, all right, we're going to start with the basics. He's like, here's how you move your feet. And he's like, then here's how you throw a jab. Here's how you cross. And I was like, and you know, you know, these things, but he's like, you know, clean it up. Right. Like, let's do these right. Um, and then, but I told him, I was like, dude, I don't want to just learn tactics. Like, I'm not here to learn technique. I'll learn just enough technique to make the session worth it. But I was like, 
I was like, you know, that video, I was like, the, I want the sweat that they were breaking. I want the way that they were breaking that sweat. A competitive sweat is what I'm looking for. And then he, he hits me with this. He goes, yeah, I didn't watch the video, but I, I got an idea what you want. And I was like, bro, there was only one thing in the ad. It was one two-minute <laughs> video. <laughs> you didn't even watch the video? He's like, no. And uh, But at the end, we basically like sparred. And so for 10 minutes, we just like fought. And it was amazing. My brother-in-law came. So uh, long time oh, okay. listeners so, to the pod. No, brother Aaron, he he was there. So Aaron, he kind of like vouched, or not vouched, but he kind of checked the guy out? Uh, no, not that he checked the guy out. He was just like my sparring partner to do the thing. Dude, I'm reading. This is so funny. You're bringing this up this morning. Uh, you know, I listen to like three audio books a week because I go. I like walking. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I like walking. And uh, the book that I'm listening to now, it's called When Violence is the Answer. And <laughs> <laughs> by Sam Farr. <laughs> and, <laughs> <A the> memoir. <laughs> and the premise is, is that basically like violence is rarely the answer. But when it is, it's the only answer. <laughs> And when it is the only answer, you want to act fast and as violently as possible. And uh, it just tells like stories that like he's like, I'm not teaching you tactics. But we're going to talk principles. And the whole book is basically like <laughs> when you have to be violent, you want to annihilate them as fast as possible and take their mind completely out of the equation. Because like it's like if you ever get in like punched in the balls, you're like, oh, I can't fight. Like there's nothing I can think about right now. Right, or right. imagine like being button. in a fight and like just having your elbow broken. You know what I mean? You're like, I, I can't do anything right now. Like, I don't even want to think about this versus like punch in the face. Sometimes you could still like, anyway, it's so funny you're doing this now because I'll have to give you the cliff notes of when violence is the answer as soon as I dig deeper <laughs> into it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, anyways, it's, it was an amazing workout. And I, I think my, my takeaway is uh, Zuck and his inter- he, So Zuck went on Joe Rogan. He was talking about it. And Joe's like, you're doing MMA now? And he's like, yeah, you know, but uh, I just... Uh, whatever he gives some reason for starting he goes he goes it's not like why are you doing mma it's more he's like now that i'm doing it i'm like why have i not been doing this my whole life because this is it's clearly the best and he, he says it like and it's such a you know computer nerd sort of way where it's like i have found the best workout right <laughs> it's like in the office what is the best bear there is yeah. a best. There is a best pair. <laughs> so that, that's how false. he was saying it, and I was like, um, "Yeah, exactly, false." MMA is the best pair, and so that's how I. That's how when he said that, I was like, "That's eh, probably right." And uh, I like the idea of getting competitive sweat in the morning. And I told the guy, I "Go look. I'm gonna sit at my keyboard all day after this, but like, if I could start the day with kind of like a this like very intense, can't think about anything else." type of workout right like extreme focus is required my mind is not going to be drifting around thinking about the to-do list and about this and about that my email no i'm going to be locked into this it's a very primal thing i'm going to break a huge sweat and then i can go on with my day and everything else in my day i will have uh it'll be much easier i'm just, i know i'm preaching to the choir with you but i i feel like that's been my uh my realization with it and so, so yeah, i wanted and i actually I wanted to spend 10 minutes and, and bring this topic up because you sent me this gym picture and your gym looked sick. And I and like two years ago or a year and a half ago, you saw mine and you're like, I'm going to get one. And you got one and it looks awesome. And then like four years ago, maybe you weren't in the best of shape and you've made a big difference. And so have I in terms of fitness. And I was thinking, I saw this guy. He's a picture of a 71 year old. His name's Mark. He started Prime or uh, Primal Kitchen, I think it's called. And it's like a sauce business that I love. But he's 71 years old. And he shared this picture of him. And he just looks great. He's not like huge muscle guy, but he's like really fit, 
abs, looks awesome. And I realized this is the point of business. Like the point of business and money is like, A, there's like some practical reasons. So providing for your, your family. Two, it's fun and fulfilling. But three, like the point is like to live a really long and good life. And the really the best way to do that, no, money is maybe number two. Number one is just like being fit. And I wanted to spend 10 minutes talking about my personal. Well, I was like, what do engineers say? They say like tech stack, marketing stack. Let's talk about our body stack. Our, <laughs> our, pec, our pec stack, not our yeah. tech stack. <laughs> and I wanted to run, run through all the things that I'm currently doing. And I would put myself in the category of a weekend warrior, meaning I don't have like formal education on this, but I do listen to podcasts and I read books and I'm like self-educated, which means you know, like I'm a B maybe, or not, not an expert, but uh, I, uh, I, I try to read and learn and, and teach myself. Okay, great. Go for it. All right. So let me walk through. So what I do, uh, and then I want, and I'll go first and then you can go, cause I know you didn't prepare. So you can kind of like think about it as I do it. So what I do, I do four, four days a week of strength training. And then the other three days cardio, those are usually lifting weights or body weight uh, stuff. So and that I means do a, you're working out every day. You're doing seven days, or you take a rest day. Some days you do two. I do. I do every single day. The day that I want to rest is uh, I'll just go for like a fifteen thousand step walk, which is like a two hour walk. Um, okay. That's that's usually rest, and then I sleep from eleven to seven. And right now I'm around eleven or twelve percent body fat. With and I have a background in in athletics, so I'm not like a complete new. But I basically just learned all about this in the last like six, seven years. I, I used to just do what I was told. Now I kind of know why I'm doing what I'm told. And my goals with, with healthy eating and working out is basically uh, three things. One, live a long and healthy life. Two, look good naked. And three, uh, like achieve certain like fun goals, like running a certain race, hitting a certain body fat percentage, lifting a certain amount of weight, just fun stuff. But that's really the simple stuff. Too, people don't admit that. It's, I just want to look good naked. You know what I mean? That's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's not weird. That's not weird. You have to say that's not weird. Might be a little weird. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying what people think. I can't find this client info. Have you heard of HubSpot? HubSpot is a CRM platform, so it shares its data across every application. Every team can stay aligned. No out of sync spreadsheets or dueling databases. HubSpot, grow better. So, all right, here's the products that I use. For, I spent $299 a month, $300 a month, and I have a trainer at Central Athlete. Uh, it's a place in Austin. They, I have an app. They just tell me exactly what to do. And if I have questions or an injury or I'm traveling, I text my trainer, Jesse, and I say, traveling, let's adapt this workout. And then we meet once a month to say, all right, here's the goals for the next month. Let's try and do this. Here's my goals for next year. Let's work backwards. Uh, the second thing I do is I pay $600 a month for a daily call from a nutritionist with my body tutor. Soon I'm going to switch to the $200 a month plan, and that's going to be a once a week call, I think. But uh, I spend $600 a month, and basically I have someone calling me every day saying, what's the plan today for your diet? Um, let's work backwards from where you want to go, whatever. It's a 15-minute call. Uh, the third thing is I spent around $3,000 to $5,000 upfront costs, and I built a home gym. Maybe it could have been $2,500, but I think it was probably $3,500. Uh, the second thing or the, the uh, another thing is I do blood work. So two to three times a year, I spend on average 200 to 300 dollars and I give I do inside tracker. It's just a fun way to track your blood uh, and, uh, and see like where you are and see if you can improve things that were not so great the, the time before. The next thing is I get massage massages one to two days a week at this place called Run Lab in Austin, which basically just I have a history of calf injuries. And so they massage my calf and it's covered by insurance. So I only pay, I only pay about 20 bucks each time I go. 
And then I do uh, a subscription to Aptive. Have you heard of Aptive? Yeah, it's like an audio workout thing. Yeah, I pay $100 a year for that. And so whenever I'm traveling and I need to do a body body weight workout like I did this weekend, I say I want to do a 60-minute body weight workout. And it's like a trainer in your ears. And I find that to be fun. Uh, the next thing is I do uh, my fitness pal. I track everything I eat. And I spend 60 bucks a year on that. And then I spend $100 a year for Fit Fitiv, it's called. It's an Whenever I do cardio, I always try to keep my heart rate right at like 145 beats per minute if I'm doing like a long cardio workout because that's like perfect. Like I think it's zone three, zone two. It's one of the zones that I want to like stay in. Uh, and then I basically subscribe to Pandora. I'm like the only guy ever who pays money for Pandora. So I, <laughs> I pay money for Pandora, Spotify, YouTube, and Audible. And I listen to all those when I work out because I love doing that. Next, I have zero budget for whole foods and healthy foods. Whatever I see and I want, I get. I don't question the price. I just think I'm doing it no matter what. And then finally, I pr probably spend around $1,000 a year on equipment. So I have lifting shoes. I have like a lifting belt. I replace my running shoes consistently and I buy any type of equipment that I need. I always, uh, I buy it. And then finally, I listen to Nick Bear. You know who that is? Remember that rip dude? Yeah, he came on the uh, pod. Yeah, he's amazing. So I listen to his podcast and I listen to Mind Body Pump. That's another one of my favorite fitness podcasts. And then I just follow tons of ripped dudes on Instagram. And you know how they say you're the average of the five people you hang out with most. I feel like I'm the average of like the 50 followers that, that I follow on Instagram. So I'm just constantly like seeing like ripped dudes and like people running far and running fast. I get that on Instagram. All right, everyone, a quick break because I want to fill you in on a little experiment that I'm doing. I've got a new project. It's called Money Wise. It's a personal finance podcast for high net worth people or young people who are on their way to becoming high net worth. When I made a little bit of money, I didn't even know how much money I should be spending each month. Should it be 10000 30000 50000 And I didn't really have a lot of people to ask. So I created a podcast called Money Wise because I wanted to figure out what are some of the things that people who have a lot of cash and who have a high net worth, what do they do with it? The first episode is with a friend of mine. He sold his company for $200 million when he was 31 years old. He gets super transparent about his monthly expenses, his portfolio, how it impacts his happiness, everything. And so I want you guys to check it out. It's called Money Wise. That's one word. You can find it on my Twitter bio. I'm the Sam Parr. Or you can just type in Money Wise on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. All right, back to the pod. Hey, let's take a quick break to tell you about the HubSpot Podcast Network. If you like podcasts like this, you should check out some other cool podcasts. One is called Business Made Simple. It's hosted by Donald Miller, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. And what he does is he makes it easy to take the mystery out of growing your business. There's an episode that you should check out called What You Should Put in a Job Description to Get the Perfect Hire. And in this episode, Donald Miller looks at the whole hiring process and how important it is to emphasize both the, the positive attributes and the drawbacks to future candidates. And you'll learn why being self-aware as a leader will help you avoid hiring disasters. So check it out. Go listen to Business Made Simple wherever you get your podcasts. So that's all my equipment. I'm going to wrap it up with, here's the rules that I basically have for my fitness and my health. So I always have a goal with a deadline, meaning like next year, my goal is going to be to run a 100-mile race. This year, it was to hit body fat percentage. So I always have a goal. Number two, I always hire coaches. If there's anything I want to learn, last year, I learned boxing. I had a boxing coach. This year, I wanted to get my nutrition right. I hired a nutritionist. I always hire a coach no matter what. Finally, or the third one, no processed foods uh, and no sugar unless it's planned and, and uh, it's intentional. So like I know like two weeks, three weeks in advance, this is a special occasion. I want to splurge there. Um, I don't fret over money if it makes me healthier. And finally, 
I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to be the least bad most of the time and intentional about when uh, I am going to like splurge. So those that's basically my whole thing. A few things in the future that I want. So that what, I what does that add up to the dollar amounts that you just mentioned? Did you sum it up by any chance? Uh, well, so the I, I didn't have the exact cost of my home gym because I spent about three grand up front and then I've been like buying stuff as I've gone. Yeah, let's call but it five. Let's call it five grand. We'll call it five. Then I would say I spend around $15,000 a year. And, um, you know, like LeBron James has this like this famous stat where it's, it's like, like a million dollars a year. Yeah, he's like, I spent a million dollars a year on my body. And when that first came out, other athletes were like, Whoa, uh, you know, like other NBA guys were like, I, I don't spend anywhere near that. But, you know, you look at Le- LeBron, he's sort of like the pinnacle athlete in terms of fit, physical fitness. Even athletes in other sports, I've heard NFL guys reference that. I've met NFL guys and they talk about, yeah, LeBron said he spent this. That that got me thinking, what am I spending on? Why am I not investing in my body? Conor McGregor has said that. He goes, I heard LeBron James says he spends a million dollars a year. I'm thinking, I, I didn't spend anything. And he's like, and so then he started like he hired he hired like full-time staff and people and started doing the whole thing and so i think that it's funny how that one person saying that um you know like triggered a, a kind of a chain reaction and i actually think it's smart that you're sharing this because it's not our typical thing we talk about on the pod uh we'll joke around about it but it's not like a usual segment on the pod but i think it is a big part of being an entrepreneur and a founder is like Dude, that founder 15 is real. That founder, for me, it was the founder 45 that was real. Dude, I gained so much weight, stressing out, eating wrong, sleeping shitty, uh, you know, not work, not working out because I didn't have time. And um, that really costs you. And so I think it's great that you uh, that you decided to do the second. And we you didn't even talk about say at the end. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing. So we didn't even talk about mental health stuff. So the mental health stuff, like I try to like I, I just like I write every morning and it's not like dear journal. Typically, it's like, here's what I want to get done today. Like. I'm pretty bummed about this, this, and this, but I'm very thankful for this. So, like, that's right. my version of writing. Um, and then, like, obviously, like, lots of therapy. So those are, like, my mental health things. But, all right, last thing. The things I want to try. So, one, an executive health checkup. So, basically, you spend some number between five and 20 grand a year, or 20 grand in one turn, and you go for three days to a Mayo Clinic, and they just do all types of stuff to you. I'm not convinced that it's entirely needed, <laughs> but I, I, every, I test everything just mostly for fun. Number two, a concierge doctor. Have you ever had one of those? Briefly, I had a, yeah, I had a concierge doctor. I had a concierge. Yes, I had one when I was, one time I got really sick with Lyme and my face like broke. Uh, I had like Bell's palsy. It was, it was horrible. So I spent 25 grand. I had a concierge doctor, a doctor on call. And that was awesome. I want to get one of those. The third thing, skin stuff. Do you do anything for your skin? Like wear sunscreen? (laughs) No, I don't do. Dude, I, I haven't, honestly, I haven't washed my face in like six years. I might be, Dude. I might be a white guy, you know, underneath all this. This might just be <laughs> I, I, I sit down here. Like people are like, oh, what face wash do you use? I was like, yeah, my face gets wet during the shower. It gets wet. That's, the, that's the wash, bro. Like there's not, there's not a routine. Whatever's <laughs> left over on the towel when I wipe my face off and dry yeah, it exactly. off is the soap that I'm using. Dude, I don't know if it's a woman thing or if it's a black woman thing because my wife is like knows everything about like. <laughs> skincare she's like you got to use this then you got to do this you got to do this and i'm like dude that's just way too complicated and i'm doing any of that i'm just gonna use the hand soap but (laughs) basically uh i have to use sunscreen she's telling me so i want to start doing some some skin stuff and then the last thing dude i want to do a five-day fast i was pretty inspired by john lee dumas that's like on my bucket list is a five-day fast those are some of the things i want to try but that's my that's my body stack 
That's, That's my, great. Uh, have you heard? By I the way, have you heard you... how? Have you heard how young people instead of saying um, how many people have you slept with, they say what's your body count? <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> it's actually. so funny. It's so funny. Just <laughs> 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 catching bodies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I came up with this name. Like, here's my body stack. <laughs> and Let me read in a you TikTok, something. some young woman raised her hand and she goes, "Hey, teacher, what's your body count?" And I. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've seen in, in months. Sorry, this, go ahead. Um, all right. So my buddy is uh, going through a company acquisition and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to have to earn it out there, blah, blah, blah. And I told him, I said, you know, when we got acquired, I did one thing really well. I go, I wrote down. Uh, I was like, all right, I know what this year is all about. Um, it's this acquisition. And I know this could go many ways. I talked to a bunch of people who got acquired. And for some of them, they just got really depressed. They were bored at the acquiring company. For some people, they had a great time. Some people, it was just sort of like, ah, dude, I don't even remember. Just sort of like, you know, whatever. I don't know. That was years ago. And I honestly, I was just kind of a zombie. I was on autopilot. I, I don't really, I didn't really have much intention behind how I spent that year. So I said, all right, I'm going to have some intent. So I wrote this document and I'm going to read part of it to you. Uh, you tell me when this gets boring, we'll switch it. But I go. My 2019 mindset. So this is 2019. We got acquired by by Twitch. Where'd you write this? Just in Google Docs. And um, at the top, I wrote, I wrote a quote. Time is what we want the most, but we use the worst. I said, this document is a chance to think about how I want to spend the next year of my life. Time is the most precious resource. Here's how I'm going to invest it. I go, number one, get fit enjoyably. Number two, earn and learn. And number three, become a great person like Ramon. <laughs> Those are my three sections. <laughs> Our buddy Ramon is uh, is the honoree. So on the get fit enjoyably, I go, every year I'm getting fatter, less mobile, and I shorten my lifespan. This is a bad trajectory. I need to invest <laughs> now or I'm going to pay like I'm going to pay later. Hell, I'm paying right now. <laughs> uh, and, and I go, I think getting fit means dropping to 185 pounds, feeling athletic, and the word enjoyably is really important. Every time I've tried this in the past, I start, I get motivated, I take some action, get some results, but it's hard. I don't really like it. So I slip up and eventually give up altogether. Three weeks what later. What did you weigh then? Like 230? 220, 225, something like that. I said, three weeks later, I'm back on my couch and my boxers eating chips and queso again. This cycle is bad. Long story short, willpower is not the, not the fuel to use. If I use a willpower, I fail. Instead, I'm going to find a way to do this uh, in a way that's enjoyable because when I like it, I'll do it. Um, so that means I got to figure out foods that are clean that I actually like. I got to figure out exercise that's good that I actually look forward to doing. Here's what winning looks like. I'm 185 pounds. Uh, this is what I wrote at the time. I, I got nowhere close to this. I'm 185 pounds by the end of 2020 and I, with a new set of exercise and eating habits that I enjoy and I'm not forcing myself to maintain. All right. So that was the the first part. A little a little letter to myself. I, I'm proud of reading this. I was like, you know, I did not hit that goal. I'm not 185. Even now, I've probably... To 12 to 13, so it doesn't even sound like much 10 pounds, but it was. But I probably, yeah, it's it a probably way different double that in terms of, mu yeah, muscle mass comp composition versus body fat, dude. And 185 for you, a lot of people don't realize this, but you're 6'1. You think you're, are you above 6'1? You think, yeah, like you're that 185 would be pretty small, yeah. So I don't know, I picked a number, but like specifics aside, I think I got the idea right. And and when I look back, so at that time, I was working out zero times a week. I was eating like dog shit and I was, I really didn't have even a game plan. And in fact, I actually had very little uh, evidence that like this was doable for some people. If you've been in great shape before, you always have that. You've got that in your back pocket. You've, I have done this before. 
imagine never having done it right like never i never saw an ab it was the loch ness monster of my body it was like where where is this thing and so that was where i was at now the two things that worked for me so in terms of your text in terms of your body stack i share two things uh but i do everything else differently so i also get, get a coach for everything that i'm doing so i have a personal trainer who i talk about a bunch I have a, a nutrition. I use the same. Once you told me about my body tutor, I do the $200 a month plan where I text her every day. You dig uh, it? What, I, what I'm eating. I dig it. Yeah. I've, I'm not the most consistent with it. Like I will forget to update it at night. I'll update it later, but like whatever, just a little late. Um, and um, uh, yeah, so I do the coach thing. That was really, really important. And I, like I was saying with the MMA thing, same thing. Oh, I want to do this. Let me get a coach. And a coach is not because you don't know how to do it. It's because it's like the real way to commit to doing it. And for me, I was like, even better. I need somebody to show up at my house. So I looked at what are the things that trip me up? I was like, it's not like I'm going to the gym and doing a crappy workout. I'm just not going to the gym. And so I was like, I need to find a way to go to the gym. I was like, all right, well, what if the gym came to me? So I saw your home gym. I got inspired. I was like, dude, what's the flooring you used? What's this that you bought? What's this? I asked you for every little piece. And it and was I way went, easier I than you thought, wasn't it? Oh, dude, I copied the exact same thing. I bought the same rubber mats for my floor. It wasn't a lot of stuff. It wasn't a lot of stuff. And, you know, a few kettlebells, this, that. Great. Got it. Um, so got a home gym, and then I got a trainer to come to my house. Now, obviously, this is a luxury. Not everybody could afford to do this. But, hey, that's the point of this show. It's about, like, you know, building wealth and then figuring out how to use it. And so this is this is how to use it. Um, second thing was the nutrition. So, okay, the coaching thing, I'm right on board with you. Mine was remove friction find the places that like the habit slips up and just literally try to get rid of that step so that was bringing the gym to me the last piece was basically like what is the what is the version of this i'm going to enjoy so i had to find a trainer who i vibe with who i actually like hanging out with them um like the conversation is fun it's not just that they're good at their job and secondly like we do workouts that are fun for me sometimes we'll just he'll come over and it'll be like let's go play basketball we'll just go to 24 hour fitness we'll play pickup basketball it's kind of oh, weird. Cool. It's like, dude, you're, you're paying this trainer a hundred dollars to go play, pick up basketball with you. It's like, yeah, I'm actually paying for me to exercise regularly and get in great shape. I'm not paying for a specific hour block of time or a specific like skill set know-how. And so same thing. MMA looks fun. All right, I'm going to do MMA. Um, we do training. That's like about mobility sometimes or, or very simple things. Like I'll tell him like, look, I told him very simply. He's like, what are your goals? And I think for every other client of his is their goals are like, I want to lose weight. I got a wedding coming up. I got to, uh, you know, I want to look good with my shirt off, blah, blah, blah. I want to, you know, some shit, shit like that. I was like, when I stand up from sitting, I feel like an old man. I was like, I don't get up like an athletic person. So that's my first goal. I want to be able to like, we do this exercise on the ground and you say, all right, let's get up. Let's go over here. I don't want to, I don't want that to be like an 18 point turn. Like I, I need to just like get up, not like, Oh, yep. Coming. Hold on. This oh. like, this like straight. <laughs> Got to get on my elbow. Then my knee, then my put both hands on the ground do like a, you know, tripod. Then I'm up. Like that's, that's how I was moving. Honestly. And I was like, same thing when I run, I was like, I don't know if I run right. I think my gait is all messed up. And so we spent a lot of time literally fixing my walking gait or my sitting posture or, you know, like my habits for the morning of how to get loose. And those things matter to me. So I would suggest also like, don't make your goals the cliche. Think about what actually would feel good as maybe like a middle step in between you and being just like absolutely ripped because that became very motivating to me. And I started to see results and all those little things first. Oh, I'm smoother when I run. I'm smoother when I walk. I get up more smoothly. 
I can crouch down in a in an easier way and play with my kids. That was like you know I could just sit in a squat. Like those things were really important. And, uh, and I had to did, find somebody who knew how to who knew how to train in a functional way like that, not just all right, let's do you know three sets of twelve uh, with a you know this heavy weight. That's it. Uh, and do you, you know, set time aside for like working? Out? Is it like every day at this time? Every day at the same time. He shows up at my house. I'm not going to be rude and leave him waiting. I have to drop what I'm doing and I go do it. And that's it. And that, that's the whole thing. So we do it at 3, uh, 3 p.m. Um, but it, it doesn't, it could be any time. I actually prefer to move it to the morning now, but like whatever, we do three at the moment. Dude, I don't like Andrew Tate that much because I think he says some silly stuff, but he says a lot of interesting stuff uh, that I agree with. And one of the things that he said that I've, I've been obsessing over, he goes, I'm not motivated. I'm disciplined. And I thought that's beautiful. That's a that, that's a really that's a beautiful idea. And that has definitely that is definitely key to achieving a lot of goals, whether it's work or uh, fitness. It's just like, no, I just like I don't I, I, I remember when I was starting my business at like two o'clock, people would call and like, hey, let's go hang out. I'm like, dude, I got to work. And they're like, what are you talking about? You're the boss. You can do anything you want. I'm like, it's a, and I remember I was like 23 and I would say, it's a school night. You know, I can't go out on a school night. Uh, you know, like we had these rules. I was like, bro, I work. I get there at eight and I work until six usually. Like I, and then I go to dinner. Like I, I can't do these things. And I remember thinking, uh, I'm not motivated to do this, but I'm happy that I have this routine because this is discipline, whether I kind of like forced myself to do it. Same with fitness, right. same with anything. It's like motivation is a really good way to get started, but it's not a, not the best way to maintain discipline. And you can, the cool thing about discipline is you can kind of force yourself into it. Like you like, you set these things up. Like this guy, all you did was told this dude to show up. And now you're right. like, fuck, I got to do it. I heard this great quote on discipline. Um, Cause I always thought about discipline, like force being able to force yourself to do something, even if you don't want to do it. And that's true. That does happen, but that's not the definition. And somebody said this beautifully. They go, discipline is just remembering what you really want. Because like in the moment you want to just sit down and rest or you just want to chill. You just want to eat that bag of chips or whatever. But it's like, okay, that's it. that is something I want. But what do I really want? And if you remember what you really want, then you'll go do that thing. You'll go do the, the things that vote towards that outcome versus this outcome. And so discipline is just remembering what you really want. It felt a lot better than like, that, that's, not, that's something I wanted to do versus Discipline being, I force myself to do it even when I don't want to do it. And yeah, it's like, it's nah, that, that wasn't it, it, that, it like, last appealing that to me. Yeah, it goes away like the when you wake up in the morning and you're sore. Yeah. The, the other things I was going to say, the things I do differently than you is um, I don't set the specific timeline deadlines, So, which is crazy to me. Because like in business, of course I do that. I will never set a goal without a timeline of like when I'm trying to do it by. If, and if anyone on my team tries to do that, I don't let them do it. With fitness, I looked at it differently. I go, look, I've tried that before. I've tried to say I'm going to lose this by this day. My trainer kind of taught me. He was just like, look, all right, how old are you? And I was like, uh, at the time, I don't know, it was 32 or something like that. He's like, all right, 32. Cool. So you've had 32 years to build up these habits. And now you're looking for a six-week, you know, a six-week revamp. Like, oh, you need this goal done in six weeks or six months? Or he's like, the way I look at it, you spent 32 years getting here. Maybe it's going to take a little while to get there. And that's OK, right? Like, hey, what's another year? You know, what's a, what's a year or two of working at this when you spent 30 doing it the wrong way? Can we spend a few doing it the right way? Um, and, and, and he was sort of like, what I don't want is you work out and blah, blah, blah. Then you oh, you go and you DoorDash some Taco Bell. Now you're feeling guilty and you're eating the wrong thing. He goes, if you're going to eat it, eat it and enjoy it. Don't bring the guilt into it. 
yeah, don't bring the, the shame into thing. it. Don't don't feel bad that you're now it's a setback and have this mental baggage about how bad it's going to be. He's like, just remember when you're the dude who you like who you're becoming, you can eat Taco Bell. It's not even going to mess with you. He's like, I can eat I can eat Taco Bell every day this week. I won't change a thing. Lift up his shirt, still there, right? And he's like, that's who you're becoming. And so you just need to like focus on that and don't don't like go through this emotional up and down and up and down. And oh, I'm so proud of myself for doing it good one day. And then, oh, I hate myself for missing it the next day. And I feel guilty. Like, uh, just like, that's one way you could do this. But like, how about we just don't do it that way? And so I've gone very much the uh, the tortoise, not the hare route with this, which is just like, cool, I'm going to put no no timelines on this. I'm going to put no deadlines. I'm going to make it where it's unfailable. My only goal is to rebuild my habits of eating and exercise to be healthy. And I don't care how long that takes. I'm going to do it. And, um, and there's no setbacks. Everything is progress compared to how I was before, even how I was a month ago. And so that, that has also helped me and is a very strange thing. Cause I've never, ever chased a goal doing it this way. I've never let myself just do it. This like infinite game style where it's like, yep, there's no clock. You're just trying to be better today than you were yesterday. And like, it's okay. You know, even if you do something that's wrong, you, you learn something in that process too. It's all right. Uh, you know, this pat on the back style, I've never, never tried it, but this is the first time. So in other news, we're going to be launching Guy Next Door fitness plan. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we should totally do that. That's attainable attainable fitness. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's going to be called. <laughs> yeah, we a, we uh, we're going to call it a, hot enough. Yeah, we're going to call it <laughs> Midwest 7, a New York 6. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> 